0: Chad and Jay Mansbridge here, lead pastors of Bayside Church International, based here on the south coast of South Australia. Our great passion as a church is to help people to know Jesus and to demonstrate his love, truth and life in everything that we do. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Morning Bayside. For those that don't know you, me, I'm Maureen. I'm the other half of Rob. Which, really funny, We someone last week said, Oh, are you married? (laughs) I am his grader behind the bulldozer. (laughs) We don't sit together, not because we've had a big row before church. It's just what we do. And often I can stand over there, I can look over, and I can look what the Spirit's doing and pray for you. Well, we've been on this journey of joy and peace for a few weeks. Each week we've taken a different step and a different path on that journey. When Chad started the series, he came straight into the Word and took it from the Word. He, He had a word he called that, and I can't remember. I meant to ring him yesterday and find out. But in just saying that, I just want to say to Chad, no matter what tests you take, Yes. I honour ye for being an amazing teacher. And as someone nicely put, Jesus never put those tests to disciples. We had Jack, Jeff, and Jeff, he had his backpack on and he packed what we needed for the journey he spoke about. Rob came in with a bit of Nehemiah's war and the Shalom peace. Jay with a great message and we will always remember the chairs. You know, those illustrations are amazing. Malcolm, we will always remember that. It talked about it's an adventure. We missed the last week because we were speaking at Strath. So each message has been different. But you know what? It's still the journey, the same journey that we've always been on. And it's the same journey with the same guide. Each message was different, but our goal is the Lord Jesus. I've been challenged about words spoken over me. They keep challenging me to write a book. I can't spell, so really so what would that be about christian ministry chaplaincy but i got a title my title would be born at the bottom of a hill and still climbing and jonah's got a picture here it, it, it's an old picture so you might not see it but that's the street i was born in at 16 under street bradford yorkshire and literally i was born right at the bottom of that hill. Thanks, John. I was born in a back to back. Most of you don't know. John does because he's from Bradford, although he probably never lived in a back to back. But a back back to back had um, two houses, one at the front, one at the back, with a snicket in the middle, and it was a two up, two down. So that's where I started my life. But you know, my Christian journey is like that. My Christian journey is like that hill. That hill was bad to climb up every week to go to grandma's house. But you know, great for sledging down in winter. Now, sledging, not that sledging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sledging with a piece of wood with, with iron rails where you go down. Woo! Mother's nightmare, but kid's fun. <clears throat> Jay challenged me recently to go back, challenged us all, and read words that have been spoken over us in the past. But I thought, oh, I have to find my, first, my my beloved Bible. Now, beloved Bible I put away because like Jeff showed us with his Bible, my beloved Bible has had, you know, quite a few years of wear. And I'm sad to say, and the back page is missing. But it's okay. I've read it. And we win. <laughs> but how? And I packed it away in the garden shed in a trunk to keep it safe. Bad move. You know, this Bible contains promises since since the seventies. Words spoken over me. Scriptures that have meant a lot to me. And I packed it away, so if you've got a beloved Bible packed away, please get it out and start reading because it's really blessing, but funny, one of the first things I wrote in the front was joy, peace, and hope, so I put my beloved Bible down in case it falls apart anymore (laughs) Do you know, the first word given to me, over me, was when we lived in Port Lincoln. And a friend called Nancy rang me and said, In my prayer time this morning, God gave me a word for you. I put the kettle on, come down, and I want to, you you really have to hear it. So I raced, locked the door, raced down the street to Nancy's house. James 1, 2 to 6. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and my sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testimony of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking in anything. Really? That, that was supposed to be encouraging? Consider it pure joy when you go through trials, you no, know, I thought that was not very comforting. And now I am mature. You know, I think 71's mature. God, I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> but not long after that, only weeks, we went to hear this, this speaker called Barry Chan. Never heard of him before. And he was a like, we couldn't get enough of this man. He was giving words to people. And, and this was really all new to Robin and I. We were fairly new Christians. And um, we were dying to get the word. Do you know when you start somewhere and someone's giving words, you sit there, pick me, pick me, pick me. It didn't pick me. But the very next day, when we went back, he said, "There was a young couple. (laughs) We were young then. There was a young couple in church last night, and I had a word for them. I had words for them." But he said i wanted to speak to them privately so i prayed all day today that they would come back and that was rob and i so it's about there he has got words for us <laughs> isaiah fifty four seventeen. no weapon formed against you will prevail and you will refute every tongue that confuses and accuses you this is the heritage of the servant of the lord and this is their vindication from me, declares the Lord. And there were several more scriptures with the same message. And when he finished, he looked at us and said, mm, you're either under very big spiritual attack or you're going to be. And sometimes it's never ended. But he also gave us a word that we are more than conquerors through Christ who loves us not just we are conquerors we are more than conquerors someone needs to hear that today that no matter what you're going through you are more more than a conqueror
1: well that was exciting that
0: you've given us the word you know but you know we were new to prophetic stuff and i must say we did have a few talks about what we were going to be going through but we always remember Consider it joy. Consider it joy or count it all joy, son. Sometimes in part of the journey, it's been hard to remember that scripture. And Jay reminded me to look back at it again and look back on my journey as a Christian. A few years ago, I had a dream. It was a real, very real dream. And as I had this dream, I was I was in a room and it was a golden room huge golden round room, and in the middle was a table, a round table. And, at, and in the dream, suddenly the panels of the walls started opening, and people I knew started coming out of the walls, and the voice of God said, who will be my champions? And as these people were coming out of, the, of these panels, they would be going, I will be your champion, Lord. And they took their place at the table. There were people that I knew and people that I didn't know. I've always seen a champion as a warrior, a fighter. And those who know me well know I don't want to be a princess of the kingdom. I don't want. I want to be a warrior. I want. I'm not a princess with fluffy shoes on. I want to be a, someone with my feet. Firmly in a cherry red pair of Doc Martens, oh, wow. <laughs> and I would have had some on today, but actually they make me look like Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and those that remember a
0: few weeks ago when we talked about the armour of God, and I can't remember which speaker spoke about that, but we needed the sh- shoes of readiness, readiness. So I've got old lady sandals on, but in my head I've got a pair of cherry red top markers. And Jay spoke on Friday night. In fact, I think what she shared on Friday night was up with all the speakers that spoke to the world, which was awesome. Thank you girls for organizing that. And she spoke about boots she spoke about boots and she sent me a message last night and i sent her a message back saying these boots were made for walking and that's just what they'll do <laughs> it's really important we see that now that dream's been reoccurring to me and playing on my mind i've noticed there's a new profession in the world today, I haven't noticed it before and it's called an Influencer. I keep seeing people on the screen and you know when it has a profession underneath, it says Influencer. So I said to Gail, my daughter Gail, hi Gail if you're watching, I said to Gail, what's with that? And she said, (laughs) Mum, it's an Insta Influencer. Instagram, Insta, Insta, Yeah, And how I looked into it, because I thought, oh, let me check this out. How well you fulfill the role is on how many Insta followers you have. And some have over a million followers. And some have made themselves millionaires by being Insta influencers. So... 1 Corinthians says, Therefore I, I urge you urge to, you to me. For this reason Amen. I am sending you, Timothy, my son who I love, who is faithful in the Lord. He will remind you of all my ways of life in Christ Jesus, which, teach, teach, which in every, I teach in every church. You know, in all Paul's letters, I've done a thing of reading all the letters um, over the last few weeks, and you know, he constantly encourages his, his followers of Jesus to imitate Christ. You know, there was a clip in the conference yesterday and it was from open doors. And I can't remember what country can you remember You get no, it was it wasn't the Uganda one, it was the the girl Where In a country where they can go to church, but they can't speak the word of the gospel. And she was singing on the steps of her church. So she was arrested. And she was put in a shipping container with other people for 18 months. And she said the sides of the container burnt them in the day and throws them at night. And then the jailers would take her out and say, stop singing, Jesus. And she said, I cannot. I will sing until I die. And she said, I remember what Paul and Silas did. They sang until the jailer. And she's released now. We're never going to be prosecuted. We're never going to be put into a container, but do the people that know you, know that kind of influence <clears throat> you know a while ago, I was asked, I received a message, you know when you're on Facebook, with someone they can get into your messenger, did you know that they can <coughs> excuse me, so this person asked me for coffee my first first reaction was oh Am I going to start something now by having coffee with my, this person? So anyway, I went for coffee. I went for coffee with him. <laughs> he said, it's just a catch-up. So as I sat and listened to him for two hours, and listened to his story of him being bullied from the day he started school, He actually turned 32 today, as he would have been in church, I think. He was bullied at work, and he's constantly being bullied. He has mental health issues. And it broke my heart. Listen to my friend, my new friend, my new best friend. Uh, And we talk about God because he knows who I am, and he often... Sings to me, <laughs> puts God in there um, in country music songs. But he he said to me, um, so as I just talked about God to him on prayer, and he said there was a young man that worked with him, and he said he asked me to go to church with him. But he said some of his friends come into that place of work and I said to him, if that's what kind of people are in your church. No, he said to himself. He didn't say it to the boy. If that's what kind of people are in your church, I don't want a bar of it. This made me heartbroken. What did they show to the community? But then I have to ask, what do I show to the community when I'm feeling not feeling the best, or I dodge down the aisle of a supermarket to miss somebody? And I'm not the only one who does that. I went to the movies, and I think I shared this a while ago with you. I went to the movies, it was my birthday. And the girls at work said, Come, come, we'll take you to the movies. We'll start your birthday early. So it's, it's a rom-com, you'll love it. So if I go to the movies, oh, it broke my heart. And that was just the start of it. The movie hadn't even started because I was sat with a row of my friends from school but in the aisle in front was a row of mothers who i go through their problems with and I know what their issues are. And on the screen there was this man explaining to his two daughters sat on the car with two dogs. So if Barbie was only allowed to play with this dog and not with the cocktail waitress, would that be fair? And as he was trying to explain his infidelity to these children, that's what he was doing. And tears just started. The movie hadn't even started. Tears just started rolling. And I said to my friend Jenny, I cannot stay, I have to leave. So I left. Because the day, that day I sat with one of these mothers who was laughing her head off. As she explained how broken-hearted her daughters were, that her husband had left because he was having an affair, you know, she was laughing at this thing. Sam's so oh, Rob, come and pick me up. So, while I'm stood outside crying, because it breaks my heart, that that's what we call entertainment. Anyway, the manager or the answered, who I know from having chapel in say. He came to me and he said, Maureen, are you okay? And I said, no, why are you showing such rubbish? And he said to me, and you know, I thought it was funny when I saw you going in. People watch us, what we're doing. My answer was, why didn't you tell me? (laughs) You know, people watch us all the time, even when we don't realise it. I nearly missed out on one of the greatest lessons from God, plus a kick in the pants by not going for coffee with my friend. So, I'm still on the journey up the hill, and I can still count it all joy. Why? Because God's promises to me are real. So, what are the tools you need for being an influencer? Scripture tells us He knew each one of us before we were born. Jeremiah 1 5. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Before you before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nation. Psalm 139:13-14. For I created for I created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, and I love this you know? When God knit you in your mother's womb, did you know God knits? I wish you'd have passed that on to me. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, I know full well. So what do we need to become an influencer? Not a selfie stick. Or a picture of every meal you eat. Or multiple pictures of yourself in the bathroom mirror. What we need to remember is the word. This is what you need to be an influencer. Each of us, when we accept Jesus as Lord, were born for such a time as this. Are you prepared to take the challenge? When Mordecai said to Esther she was born for such a time as this, it was talking about her going to the king's court unannounced and exposed, and exposed the treachery of, her, treachery of Haman. And it could have been sudden death for her, because you did not go into the court without being renounced. Paul, in his letters to the church, tells us we're all created for a time just like this. But we are created for a time and a place that we live in. Not one person is a mistake. Each one of us having a purpose in the word of Paul, we need to be imitators of Christ. Each of us have a purpose for being here. How do you know God's purpose for you? People, just ask Him. While well, you are still breathing, and God has, God has something He wants you to bless others with. Now, I hear you saying, some, some of you thinking, I can't do that, I'm not like you, I can't do that. Rubbish. We're all capable of being nice people. I know that's harsh. But I really felt God put this word on me. Because I sat with this young man who was devastated and just saw church people, as people who didn't want to be with. Romans 12 L tells us that encouragement is a gift of the Spirit. We can all do that. In fact, you don't even have to speak to encourage. You know, a smile, often a smile to someone, can completely change someone's day. I wonder where my coffee friend would be today if he had seen those people imitating Christ, using the fruit of the spirit. Just be nice. I think he would have been so if stood by now in the kingdom of God. And that's my own life. He's going to be in the kingdom of God. Do you know we're all capable of being nice people? On the prayer and worship night a couple of weeks ago god gave me a picture of this brown paper packages brown paper package tied up in not string. and now i'm sorry if some of you are singing that in your head no it was tied up with a cord in a color that i can't even describe i'd never seen that color before okay god what does this mean? And he said to me, this package is tied up with my salvation. It's what's inside the package that's precious to me. Okay, so what do I do with this? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sat on the floor in the middle of the church there. What do I do with this? And I've seen the package before when Rob and I moved to Victor Harbor. We were going home from our interview that night. And God um, put a gold package in, in my lap and said, "This is my gift to you. This is my gift to Mr. But this was brown paper package tied up in So then he gave me gave me a picture of someone that needed to know the package. So I went and delivered my pack. My I always go up very. <laughs> just think, God gave me this picture for you and. And the word was, how precious inside the package us. But you know, the package doesn't go away. I keep dreaming of the package. You know, I sit, when I'm sitting just in my chair, that package still is there. It keeps popping into my head. And you know, I'm, for me, I'm not called with the shiny gold package anymore. Different part of my journey. But it doesn't mean I'm not as important as the gold package. Because what's inside the package is important. You know, what's inside the package. And what's inside the package is you, us. You know, that's what's important to him. His salvation is inside every package. You know, remember, he knew you before you were born. And you were born for such a time as this so it's time to open your package if you haven't opened it already it's time to open that package it's time to join me in my journey because you know we heard this in this morning when we prayed before the service you know the world needs influencers but it doesn't need these kind of influences. Now, it needs the God influences in the world. And imagine each one of you, if you just influenced one person this week. You don't have to preach to them. You just have to be nice. You know, my friend proved that. We get it all wrong sometimes. You know, when Jesus, when Jesus met somebody, what did he do? He didn't hammer them straight away with what he was going to do for them. He asked them about themselves. He's got to know them. And you know your job this week may only have to be to smile at that person in the checkout and say have a great day Or maybe that guy who serves you coffee to say thank you thank you for that. So my challenge is open up your package guys. It's time to be influencers. Thank you.